Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Uh, this podcast is part of the More Than Baseball Network. Um, More Than Baseball is working daily to better the lives of minor leaguers all over the game of baseball. Our mission is to protect and enhance the future of the game by allowing every ball player to live a better life during and after their careers. They uh, have a ton of programs, including financial advice, uh, education, help, uh, mental help, and a ton more. Check them out at morethanbaseball.org. I am super excited for my guest today. It drafted originally by the Milwaukee Brewers in the 14th round a few years back. Um, since been traded to the Jays. Uh, is he the one that got away from us, Brewer fans? We don't know. We'll find out, I guess. But uh, Paxton Schultz, how's it going, brother? Good. Yeah, really good. Just uh, enjoying this all-star break and ready to get back at it tomorrow. Yeah, and let's, let's get into that. Obviously, it's your all-star break. It's, you know, game start again tomorrow. Like, what have you been doing for this past couple of days? Like, how have you uh, enjoyed it? Yeah, uh, definitely. I you know couldn't get home. Flights are really expensive and everything. So just uh, there's a good group of us here. We we took advantage of you know the downtime and and just you know being with each other here. Went and golfed and and took it easy. Got things done we needed to around here. But just you know kind of a little refresh for us in the middle of the season. Yeah, for sure. And like in, in your group of guys, like who in, or in your team, um, who was like the best golfer? Uh, yeah. Uh, I would say our, one of our catchers, Phil Clark, he's very good at golf. He's, he's really good. And uh, there's a few others that, you know, hit the ball far. But I'd say overall, Phil, he's a, he's a great golfer. Yeah. And how's your golf game? You know, you choose circle. You can, we'll gas you up a little bit. How's your golf game? Yeah. No, I, I'm decent. You know, nothing <laughs> special. Nothing like I am at baseball. But uh, during the, you know, all COVID pandemic when there wasn't a whole lot to do and golf was still that social distance sport i really got into it i have friends that are really good i try to learn from them and, and they uh they help me a lot so I, I i'm definitely getting better so that's good for sure and and you're married congrats on that how long have you been married for yeah yeah uh, i got married in 2019 so this october will be three years so it's awesome you know there's definitely challenges with the minor league grind and, and being married but we make it make it work make it uh have her out here as often as possible so it's, it's, it's good oh so she's not she's not even there with you no no she's back oh, home wow. so we're I'm originally i live i'm from utah right. that's where both of our families uh are there and you know she has a great support system there and full-time job so yeah. keeps her busy and then she gets out when when she can so yeah like i said it's tough but weighing the odds yeah. she could be here you know with me full-time then we go on a two-week road trip and she's here alone and uh I uh, like comparing it. She could be back home in Utah with both of our families there. And, you know, so we felt find that way is a little easier. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you think about it because, you, you know, you obviously tra- uh, drive and travel a lot now mm-hmm. in the games. Oh, yeah. And the series are like, what, five or six games? Like, it's pretty much like, is it six yeah, per? It's, it's six, six games. It's yeah. Six games a week. Yeah. So it's like if we go these stretches where we have two, two game, two home, uh, two away stands mm-hmm. in a row, 
then uh, she's going to be uh, out of state alone yeah. for two weeks. You know, it's like it, it can be hard. Wow, that's a good point, man. That's and kudos to you. Like, I, that's I don't know if I could do that. Like, I mean, that's that's a great. And you talk about the minor league grind. We'll talk about the minor league grind in a bit. But uh, let's get into yeah. this trade. So you you get drafted by the Brewers um, back in in uh, what nineteen? I think uh, was it nineteen? Yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah. I was drafted. And then uh, obviously the pandemic hits. You go to Australia, um, and then yeah. Then, how well let's talk about australia first because that kind of came first like how was that experience i saw instagram pictures you know credit to me for doing research and all mm-hmm. that um but uh you were ho- with the koala bear you you know uh yeah, kangaroos yeah. and whatnot it like was, what was that experience was awesome. about i loved it yeah you know there was a good group of brewers players who went down there and they have a kind of an affiliation with one of the the uh, australian baseball league teams the brisbane bandits down there and so we got to play for them and it was awesome i mean Australia was such a beautiful place and then you wouldn't think you know it's not you wouldn't think baseball is big but man there's a good baseball community and uh uh tight knit team down there and it, it was awesome I loved my time there and had no complaints I just got to be in a beautiful place playing baseball it was awesome no yeah for sure and so maybe what is one thing there that you ate that maybe uh you had no idea what it was at the time or maybe just something you've never tried before yeah, I, I remember our the owner of the team, and uh, we went to a big dinner with him, and it was a seafood place. I'm not the biggest seafood guy, so I was kind of skeptical about it, but man, I changed my mind. I, I got I had tried things like clam and and like real big like fresh shrimp, and it was just it was awesome just to be treated like that, and and kind of opened my palate and other things as well. So it's yeah. great. Yeah, and I'm from, I'm from the Bay Area in California originally, yeah. so like mm-hmm. we have a ton of good seafood, and uh, oh yeah, so I, I I enjoy it. I don't really eat much. I'm in the Midwest now, like I don't really eat much fish here because it's like lake fish, and it's mm-hmm. not really the same to me. Um, yeah, but it, it is what it is. I mean, but yeah, like exactly. when in Australia, you you just got to eat it. You can't say no. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it was once in a lifetime thing. So I was I was I was loving that there for sure. So what are the fans like? Because I mean, like we talk about like the fans here in in in, uh, in the states and like especially in the minor leagues, are they're kind of crazy depending on where you're going. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like how is it? Like what's the vibe there? Yeah, it was. Uh, there was times where it was, uh, you know, probably limited and and affected by the pandemic and stuff like that. If there was outbreaks, whatever. Because, but I mean, for the most part, there was there was good turnouts and good fans and it's kind of similar to here, you know, but. I remember uh, one time with uh, the home bandit games, there was a group, they were always there. I mean, any game we played, any time the group was there, they had their tent, like a uh, shade awning thing in the stands for them. And they were, they were diehard fans. And it was, it was cool to see that, that uh, being in Australia as well, you know? Um, how are the fans in terms like, um, like, um, you know, here, like every kid asks for balls, every kid asks for like your bat, your glove, your shoes, whatever it could be. Oh, like, yeah. Are the fans every just like time. that out there too? Uh, I wouldn't say say as much though, but I mean, when you do give them something like that, they they light up just the same. So that's it's, awesome. It's, it's cool, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, um, obviously, like, is the is the style of like play at all any different? Because um, obviously, like, I've talked to guys who play like in Dominican league, um, and other yeah. in Mexico Mexican league. Like, what, how is there anything different? Or what was maybe the biggest difference that you noticed? Yeah. Uh, nothing like crazy. I mean, I feel like same thing they're they they take it serious over there they're trying to win the you know australian baseball league the title to have the cup there and everything so uh it's 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 nothing crazy different i think everyone there's a lot of talent over there there's former 
big league guys and stuff. So it's, it's definitely taken very serious and the game's played hard as you'd see over here. So that's, that's something I really enjoyed. Yeah, no, for sure. And obviously it's an incredible experience for you. I got to ask this, like the kangaroo situation, um, mm-hmm. like are, how big are those things? Like, like did you see that? Yeah, I hear they're just some, huge. They're huge. There's some big ones. Like uh, obviously, so as you mentioned the picture of me, I held a koala bear at the zoo and, and got a pet some kangaroos, like the ones they have in the like kangaroo, like kind of, I guess, exhibit, whatever you'd say. There's open, open place. You can go feed them and, and pet them. There's none of the big ones in there, but like, you can see the big ones and they're, they're, they're massive. They look ripped and <laughs> definitely look like they could do some damage to you. Isn't it insane how like jacked they look like, it's like, holy cow. Mm-hmm. Like those guys, like you can just imagine them bench pressing and just deadlifting. Like, yeah, those guys they're look huge. huge. Yeah. You wouldn't think, but yeah, they, they get up there. How, how close did you get to some of the bigger ones? Yeah. I mean, just kind of like a normal zoo exhibit, you know, okay. just looking at them behind either glass or a fence or something. So right not, not too close. Yeah. Still, that's that's an incredible experience. I mean, I think mm-hmm. I can probably see just the movies, you know, like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. That's crazy. So let's okay, let's get back into this trade. Um, did you did you know Evan Re- Refert? Um, by chance he was with the Brewers. Um, he yeah, signed from their pitcher, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He signed twenty twenty. Yeah. He got traded. Um, he's a good friend of the pod. He's been on so, several times. Um, to the Rays. Um, after twenty twenty. Um, I don't know if you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, something around that time. Um. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to talk to him about getting traded. He said he had no idea. He was playing uh, some Call of Duty or whatnot, and he just gets a phone call oh, like, yeah. "Hey, by the way, you're, you're traded now." Like, what was that experience for you? Obviously, getting traded it was probably out of the blue. I'm sure they didn't give you any yeah, warning. Yeah, I, I mean, I like I said, I hadn't played a whole lot of pro ball. I was drafted, played a short season. My first expected full season got canceled because of COVID. I'm, I'm, I'm gearing up, ready for spring training. I have a great spring training, and actually, I. I broke with the team. I was flying out, and uh, right when I landed, I got the phone call from my farm director. So I wasn't sure what was going on. I thought maybe someone at the level above needed uh, someone got hurt. Maybe they needed someone to fill in. And so I, I didn't know, but yeah, I, I landed, and I was still with the team collecting my luggage. And and he told me, yeah, you've you've been traded to the Toronto Blue Jays. And I was like, oh, he just, I, I you know, I really appreciate my time with the Brewers, and I loved everything there, but. Pretty much from there, it was like, thank you for, you know, being being someone that did did all that we asked. We sent you to Australia, and 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 we really appreciate that and everything. And so from there, just go back to the team, the hotel with the team, and someone with the Blue Jays will be in contact with you. And from there, I got uh, the Blue Jays in contact with me. They sent me to Florida, and uh, I threw a bullpen in front of a bunch of people there. And then I met the high-A team, in, in it was in Pasco, Washington, and Tri-City, so... And there played my first full season with the Blue Jays. Wow. That's crazy. And, like, it's so out of the blue. Like, obviously, it's not. And you got traded for oh, a big yeah. leaguer, too, which is kind of like a, you yeah. know, a flex. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You can kind of be. Yeah, it's cool. But, yeah, like like I said, I, I had no idea. I and mean, then to be, it just shows that man, there's someone always watching. Yeah. don't know what. It was the spring training games. They saw me and you know, or, or even Australia. I don't know. But those spring training games, there's always scouts from other teams mm-hmm. and stuff. So, it, it was very cool. For sure, and I know I know a couple guys in in the in the Blue Jays organization. Do you, you know Zach Britton? I'm pretty sure you guys are probably on the same team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's my guy. Um, he's been on the pod um, before. Um, that dude was just absolutely electric in high school. Like he was telling me stories mm-hmm. of batting practice. Um, they had to yeah. move him back. I don't know if he's told you the story or not, but 
he was actually oh, forbidden wow. from taking batting practice at high school because he would hit the houses behind like the field. So like they had like that's crazy. They had people shagging balls in the outfield in front of the houses and like the, in the front yards of these houses because he was just peppering cars and houses. Um, eventually, they're like, "Yeah, you got to tell him he can't have batting practice anymore." Like that dude just has, Funny. yeah, he's a crazy, he's crazy cool. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm sure you've probably thrown to him um, mm-hmm. during games and whatnot. Yeah, threw to him and he's been training a lot, so he's a great guy, and hopefully see him up here in Double A soon. Yeah, no, and how do they tell you that you're going to get sent up to Double A? Like, how was that experience? Obviously, it's a better experience than, you know, saying he got traded, but, like... Yeah, yeah, and then uh, I'm on, I've never had, like, a mid-season call-up, so uh, I, I don't know, but, yeah, spring training, kind of towards the end, they just obviously had an idea where mm-hmm. or everyone's going, and they just had meetings with our farm director, pitching coordinator, stuff like that, and just told us, here's what we're thinking for you, here's the plan, and, and kind of just go from there and assign you mm-hmm. where you're going to be for the year, so... Yeah, for sure. And a guy who I haven't had on the pod, but I really want to get him on the pod. He's you. You may have played with him. Um, just absolutely, just crushing. I've seen his highlights everywhere, like in the minor leagues. Um, or Aurelvis Martinez. Yeah, yeah. he's on, Yeah, he's been with me the whole year. He's awesome. How yeah, insane uh, is his power? Because like I've seen his home runs, and like that guy is just yeah, yeah. <laughs> crushing. Crushes it, man. Yeah, he's he's what twenty years old, yeah. and he's moonshots at Double A, and it's just impressive to see man that talent's everywhere. And yeah. You know, it does does a lot for yourself too. Like you're going up against mm-hmm. these hitters, and to have success is just is awesome, and it's it's really you know confidence boosting for you as well. Yeah, is there anybody on your team? Maybe maybe it was uh, high A or double A um, that you've you know just in practice just absolutely uh, just takes you deep. Or you you can't get them out. Or who's like the hardest person for you to strike out? Uh, a hard a hard strikeout's always with uh, a guy we have named Tanner Morris. I mean he's 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 he just got caught up from double A to triple A and. He's just got great, you know, plate discipline, great approach up there, and it's just like tough to get pitches by him. But it's just, it's, just, I mean, it's crazy to see how deep and how talented this league is, and guys you see like Jack Sawinski and and um, other guys that have made the you know got their call up from Double A straight to the show. It's just, it's just cool to see, and and gives you a lot of confidence. Shows how really close you are, and, yeah, and what you need to do to get there. Yeah, so, for awesome. sure. Yeah, it's insane because you see guys getting called up from like double A now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like yeah, some guys just skip triple A altogether, and it's just shows you know like you pitch well mm-hmm. enough, like uh, especially like come yeah. postseason time, like they may need that extra arm. You, you never know, right? That's just incredible yeah. how, how insane it is. Um, let's talk about your high school or your you know getting into baseball. Like, when did you start mm-hmm. playing baseball, and like what kind of got you into the game? Yeah, uh, obviously my dad. Yeah, he was he played baseball in high school, and he's he's the one that's really introduced me to the game and I started playing when I was probably six years old started t-ball in the local you know rec league there and we had a good uh from Orm Orm Utah and Orm City they had a good uh city league baseball league and that's where I started and from there I just played every year whether it be city league baseball or go on got a little more serious with super league and, and stuff like that so had a little travel team from kids that will be going to our high school and from there on played up until high school. So it, I, I've always been playing baseball and it was up to my freshman year in high school because I played football and basketball as well. And that's, that's when I could see, man, I was definitely head over for baseball and that's what I was best at as well. So I decided then I was, I really wanted to focus on that and try to get a college scholarship because I saw it as man, if I could get, sorry, keep going. No, 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 you're good. 
no, yeah, I was just saying if I could get a college scholarship and, and pay for that with baseball, that that was my goal, and I, I pursued that. Yeah. So what position did you play in, in, in football? Like, were you a quarterback, receiver? Like what, Yeah, what? I did. I actually played quarterback, yeah, and, and a little bit D-line. I was always bigger for my age, yeah. and so – can throw the ball far and nothing, nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, all right. You I can, you can brag on yourself a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but no, I have fat and I played down low and uh, basketball. So That's, I guess uh, it taught me some toughness along yeah. the way. No, for sure, for sure. Uh, how good was your football team? Uh, we, yeah, I think we had a pretty good team. Is uh, right after high school, the my my high school team they went on one, I think three or four state championships in a row. So it was. It was, we, it was sucked to not be there a part of it why we were there but man they i guess we set them up right so guys yeah, it's, it's yeah. Cool. we'll say that you you laid the foundation so you should be able to take a little bit of credit because yeah, you yeah, set the, yeah. the groundwork for that for sure so um I, i'm not a stats guy but i'm looking at your stats in, in high school and dude you were kind of nasty uh 11 and 1 your senior year 290 era 105 yeah. punchies is that good i mean i don't know you were top 10 player in the state <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was awesome, and I, I, I just had a lot of fun playing baseball. I, if someone asked me, like, what's your favorite baseball memory, the best time playing baseball, obviously now it's uh, I'm very grateful I get to do this for my job and whatnot, but just being able to play on a high school team with friends, like I said, we played growing up from eight years old on together all the way to our senior years. Like, that was just a, a time in my baseball career I'll, I'll never forget. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, you you were nasty. Uh, at what point did you realize, like, you know, I'm a I'm a little bit better than everyone else here? Yeah, I mean, from a young age, like I, I threw hard and I had success, and you know, I, I saw that, and it's probably like getting going up in like eighth, maybe seventh, eighth grade, and when I was like, okay, my dad kind of pulled me inside and said, look, this is something that you can do. He's like looking at other kids and even when I was your age you were way better than me and you're pretty good at what you're doing like you take this serious and take everything into account you could really really go far in this game and that just stuck with me having him believe in me and my family it just it really helped me a lot that's that's incredible and like I mean you were just out there in Utah breaking like high school hearts just by crushing and dominating (laughs) these guys teams they're probably yeah they're probably thinking I'm not playing baseball anymore you know I just got I struck out three four times by this this kid when did you commit like how old or what grade did you what year uh, did you commit I, I want to say right before my junior year I committed to where I went to Utah Valley University and it was before that I was, I was really pushing because I went to I think in my sophomore year, I went to a Stanford baseball camp and also there's a lot of other schools there a lot of like uh, recruitment opportunities there and after that's another time where I was like wow like I know these might always seem scary to kids, you know, it's like all oh, these out of state kids, these, where they're from warmer weather, it's tough. Like they're way better than us, but really being on the field and playing with them, it, it just uh, it makes you realize you can, you can compete and be there with these kids that are so-called the best. And that's when it, that's when one time in high school I got up there and kids were talking, Oh, how hard do you throw? How hard do you throw? And I told them, they're like, how hard do you throw? I was like, probably 88 to 90. And they're like, oh, no. And I got up there, and I was throwing that in the game. Like, we didn't believe you, but, man, you showed us that you did it. And it, yeah. it was very cool to have that happen. No, for sure. You got to let the arm eat a little bit, especially if you're in yeah, California. Because, yeah. like, California, yeah. I don't know. what. I guess Utah is pretty good weather, too. Or does, does it snow mm-hmm. in Utah? I don't even know. It that's, snows, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that, that's, that, why, that's the tough, tough part. So yeah, that's like, my California education. I don't even round. know. <laughs> 
no, but uh, yeah, it, it was it was just a great experience to see that you know I belong there. I can do this. Yeah, and Stanford's great. Like the campus, I mm-hmm. I, I grew up maybe oh. an hour from there, so like the whole area is beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That whole Palo Alto area was awesome. Being, I was cool because I mean, you got to tour the facilities, tour the campus, mm-hmm. and it was a really well put on camp. So awesome, and, and you were able to kind of you know hold your own against these guys because California, yeah, like, they yeah. breed like <laughs> breed big. Yeah. Talent. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's where it's just like that's the same thing. I remember, you know, my my dad was actually a coach for our team growing up and going through you know little league and high school, and he'd always tell us you know, this team is supposed to be good, but man, they're just like you guys go to school, do the same things you like to do, play PlayStation, whatever. It's like, you guys got to realize you're good too. And so that's just something that stuck with me. So. Yeah, for sure. Was there anybody there that maybe um, has also uh, got drafted? Uh, Cause like I said, there's a ton of talent on California. Like maybe any yeah. names that maybe we would recognize. Um, Oh, I forgot his name. Yeah, there's a pitcher. He went to USC. I actually played him in college. He was at this the camp at me. Uh, maybe John Beller, something like that. I think he's with the Cardinals now. But he was at the camp. That's one name that stuck out to me. He was a good player and kind of followed him after we played each other at USC. So as I'm sure there was other. The camps were huge and, and uh, a lot of kids there. Yeah, for sure. And like, how how good was your high school? You mentioned like your your college football yeah. team is decent. Like, was the the baseball team pretty good? Yeah, my senior year was really good. Actually, we uh, we made a good run my junior year. We had a good group of kids, and uh, we, we I think we were second or third round in the state playoffs and got knocked out. But our senior year was just different. We played a opening like preseason tournament, and uh, I think we went two and two to start the year. And we we played some pretty good teams down there for the, to get the year going. And then from there, I think we won about twenty four games in a row. We swept <laughs> our region and. We uh, just caught fire, man, and then uh, it was actually a state championship. We we made it the state championship. The team I was playing us, they had to beat us twice, and uh, they ended up beating us twice, and we lost. Oh, so it was, what a it was heartbreaker! Tough. It was heartbreaking. We were the favorite to you know go in and win that, and it was hard. I, I remember I had the first game I was supposed to pitch, and there was there was a rule limit, and I don't know how my arm stayed on because. I pitched probably three days prior, seven inning complete game to get us to the to the next round, and and had two days off, and then came back and started the state championship game. And I had about five innings left on my pitch count, and came in through my five innings. We were up, had the lead. Six inning rolled around, we still had the lead. They were three outs away from taking it, and they just put up a four spot in the top of the seventh, whatever it was. And then they just came out. We were just deflated after that and pummeled us the second game. So it was hard, but unforgettable season. I think we ended up 27 and three or something like that or four. And, and uh, it was so fun though. Brown won the region, which was awesome, but just came up short. That's, that's crazy. And just to be able to, to be in that scenario that, or that situation, that's mm-hmm. pretty sick. Um, and yeah, t- 22 yeah, in a awesome. row, like that's no matter where you're playing, like that's, yeah. that's pretty, yeah. that's pretty sweet. It was awesome. Yeah, it was definitely something that was so cool, and we we fell on top of the world. So it was a great yeah. time. Was there anyone else in your in your high school who who maybe uh, went on to play pro ball or also like get yeah. drafted? You, you had um, a pretty good team. We had a pretty decent team. We had a few kids go play junior college and and continue, but I was the only one that went you know play on Division one baseball and and play professionally. So definitely, uh, I like. Utah's small in baseball, but it's definitely getting bigger and bigger. There's a lot of talent there and big-time commits and other other players that are 
have been gone pro already. So it's, it's definitely growing. Yeah, I was I was gonna ask you because I mean like um, here in Wisconsin, like our talent's okay. Like we have really yeah. good talent, but like it's just kind of spread yeah. out. Like it's not a huge like baseball state. Yeah, exactly. State. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's how it is. There's no really like powerhouse schools. Obviously, there's there's talent spread out all throughout the state, and guys are getting obviously the opportunities and looks, but it's just still progressing and still you know trying to catch up. Like I I mentioned earlier, it's just hard when we have snow and I can't play, you know, year round winter ball and stuff like that. Like other States can. So, yeah. And that's, that's for sure a huge disadvantage. Cause like I've talked to guys mm-hmm. who played in Indiana, um, uh, Evan from Indiana. I'm pretty sure he's from Indiana and like yeah. the guys in the mm-hmm. Midwest who just like, same thing as you, like they just can't play like year round and yeah. you know, yeah. Like, yeah. it's just the way it is. Um, that's what are you going to do is kind of the, the way mm-hmm. it is um so how how was the recruiting process obviously oh and you get you get you get signed are you commit as a junior going into your junior season or going into your senior season i think going into junior season yeah so right before my junior year how how big of a guy were you on campus like people just looking like hey there's that commit (laughs) already in junior season (laughs) junior year and this guy's already committed yeah it was it was a great experience i loved it and in the end and i didn't really get much interest from byu and you know, my dad's a huge BYU fan. We went to games growing up, stuff like that. And obviously it would have been nice, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad how this shaked out. And in the end, it was between the University of Utah and Utah Valley University, where my hometown, that's where I'm from. And, uh, and obviously it was impressive to see the Pac-12 facilities up there and see all the fueling stations, everything they had to offer. But in the end, I felt like the interest just wasn't there. And, and uh, what I felt like I, I wanted to know the whole recruiting the process to be like and Utah Valley man they showed me everything and gave me a lot of attention and and really just broke down what I'd be getting and everything like that and they just made me feel so welcome and you know at home there and made it really easy and I loved my time there so I'm glad it happened for sure and you said, you said Utah State was the other option no University oh University Utah. so pay yeah Pac-12 mm-hmm. so did you like, did you do an official visit there yeah yeah I went on my official visit tour got a tour and and all their facilities and met some of the players and stuff so it was, it was very cool did you go to a football game because obviously uh you know pac 12 it's i mean this yeah, talent yeah. is not as compared to you know bigger conference other conferences but they have some pretty good yeah oh yeah they, they had some great great turn uh games so i didn't end up going to a football game there okay. um uh, i've been been to plenty you know so <laughs> Nice, nice. So, what about your school? Did you guys have a good football team? I mean, like, how was how was the like college game day so, for you guys? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they Utah Valley, they don't have football. Oh, they don't have football, which is, is kind of tough. Like the biggest the biggest sports, obviously, were soccer, baseball, and basketball. So, um, but I mean, I loved it. I loved the whole athletic community and everything they had to offer. I remember that a shirt they gave us. It said "16 sports, one team." So they always. I tried to include all the athletes, have events, and and go to other like other sporting events, games together and stuff. So it was a good way to like meet people and uh, you know meet other athletes and and just be kind of doing this whole college experience together, which was awesome. For sure, for sure. And like maybe what was like maybe like the biggest game like you pitched in in college, um, or maybe it was against like your, your who was like your yeah. biggest rival or at you know at your university? Uh, yeah, I, I probably say my junior year we were in the WAC tournament, and uh, um, I'll share too. This is the first one WAC mm-hmm. tournament my junior year. Uh, we were going up against New Mexico State, and they had some guys that could bang. Mm-hmm. Man, they have Nick Gonzalez. He's oh fourth, yeah, first round pick. Yeah. Pirates, had a right? Few other yeah, Pirates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we played them earlier this year, actually, Double A, and 
Uh, but yeah, they had some guys, man. They led, I think, the nation in batting average, and and they would just they just get hit. And I remember um, going up against them. It's like we got to win to stay in here. And so uh, pitched really well. I think went seven innings. Had I want to say nine strikeouts. I remember that because I was ten strikeouts away from from beating the single season strikeout record Dang. at UVU, and I. And I ended up tying it with nine. So oh. that, that was kind of tough and uh, something I wish I could have gotten done. But pitched well against a good team and and uh, had, had a good tournament. We ended up losing, which was sucked. But I feel like that was one of the bigger outings my junior year. Was like got me kind of noticed and seen. And the other one I was going to mention is we played actually at the University of South Carolina. Okay. I think yeah. third weekend. And, man, I had same thing. I think I threw seven innings, had 11 strikeouts. And, that's where I feel like started the ball rolling and the whole recruitment process and, or like the whole scouting process into the professional level. So it was, it was awesome. Yeah. So um, I like to ask this question. Like when was your um, if to when moment, not like if I get drafted, but like when I get drafted, you start started being able mm-hmm. to say like, you know, when I get drafted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah. During my junior year, they, instead of, uh, you know, the MLB recently changed in, in while I was in college, they would used to send guys letters. You'd have to fill out this whole survey by hand mm-hmm. and send it back. But now they have a whole, uh, I guess, a portal where it's like every team can send you surveys and fill it out. And I remember filling out almost every team in the MLB, you know, had surveys for me and stuff. And that's what I was like, wow, I, I can do this. I yeah. There's still 40, 40 rounds in the draft. It's like, I've got a good chance of being drafted at this time, you know? So it was, it was, it was definitely at that moment realizing like, man, I, I, I got this. That's awesome. And yeah, I mean, that's, and also you get drafted. Like how was your draft day experience? I mean, like, did you have um, a group of people over? Like, what was like, how was that draft day for you? <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I was talking to all the scouts. It was just like, we're going to, they're saying, we see you going from rounds probably seven to 10. That's a good range for you. I was like, okay, yeah, that's awesome. Didn't end up getting a call that second day of the draft. So I was like, okay, it's going to happen this next day. And I was actually helping with a camp at uh, Utah Valley. We had a little, little kids camp we were there doing and I was helping and, you know, just making some extra money that way. And I was in the outfield and my, my fiance at the t- or yeah, fiance at the time, she texted me and like oh my gosh congratulations that's awesome i was like well, what happened I, I i so i went and checked the draft tracker and there it was it was milwaukee brewers drafting me so that was that was kind of wild yeah so you weren't even like having you were just what a flex so you're like you know if it happens it happens i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna yeah, have anybody I, over I, i'm I just didn't gonna even do my know. thing yeah <laughs> wow that's crazy so um I, I, it always fascinates me like these questionnaires that they ask you to sign um ask mm-hmm. you to fill out and all that um did you have any like sit down meetings with them like what are some of the questions yeah. that like, they ask you like um like how is that like what are some of the yeah, things they talk to you about it's it's different from every team you know some some team wants to know performance things you do and some it's just like a huge mental thing kind of like the type of person you are and just varies from that but i remember i had a sit down one on uh with the Kansas city Royals it was actually at the WAC tournament after I threw, uh, for our con in that conference, uh, against New Mexico. And I sat down with him and had probably an hour talk. He was asking me everything. And, and it was, it was just cool to, you know, see how like serious they are with their draft picks. And it's, I mean, looking at it, it's an investment for them and they want to make the right decision. So it, they just really dive deep from performance mentally, the, uh, uh, family life, all sorts of things, which is awesome. No, for sure. Did you do any summer ball? Um, 
like in between college and, or at all or no? Yeah, I I didn't. Our our coach wasn't big on on pitchers, especially you know I threw okay. a lot of innings, and they just it was more like um, kind of just injury prevention. Didn't want us overloading innings, and I and I'm grateful for. It. I stayed home, and trained, and really just took it like kind of like how I would in the off season now to really prepare for the next year, the next spring training, whatever it is. So I'm glad I I didn't end up playing. For sure, and, and that and that works too. I mean, obviously, it worked out for you. You get drafted, you, mm-hmm. you know, you pitch well. Um, so I like to talk to guys about their experiences um, in the minors. Um, it's more like an off the field kind of podcast. Like, I mean, I don't. I'm like I said, I'm not a stats guy. Um, but yeah. like, what what do you do? Or maybe do you have any like interesting, maybe funny minor league story that like it just stands out, sticks out in your brain, where you think you know that's just typical minor league story here. Let me think. Um... Yeah, and I'll give you like some like context. Like I've had guys tell me like you know their bus broke down, um, they're stranded oh, yeah. in the middle of Indiana in cornfields. They have to oh, Uber eats like Taco Bell. Um, they have to wait four or five hours for the bus to get mm-hmm. fixed, and they end up you know a four or five hour trip becomes like an all night event. Um, or like yeah, that's you know. that's tough. I, I remember uh, you know it was it would have been my rookie ball. I remember there's we were playing in Montana. I was on um, Colorado Springs team and. We played a game, got done at night, nine o'clock. It's like, okay, now we got a bus back. And it's like, it had to have been like 12 hour bus ride. And I remember just falling asleep on the bus, waking up and we're still driving. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is unreal. And, and there's just, I mean, obviously that's, that's a grinder moment, but um, i trying to think of other things where. Or maybe what city have you gone to and you get off the bus, you look around like, where am I? Like, I mean, it's, there's so many like small yeah. towns that have minor yeah, stadiums. Yeah, it's just exactly, like, you're in the middle yeah. of nowhere. That was, that was kind of like a Montana trip. We went to Billings, Montana and oh, Great man. Falls, Montana, yeah. places where it's like, I, I probably would never come here, but it, that's why yeah. I love it, man. Baseball takes me to so many cool cities and from, you know, more West coast areas where I'm used to, to out here East mm-hmm. coast. I mean, we were in Reading, Pennsylvania last week and been to Binghamton, New York. It's like cool areas. I probably wouldn't have ever seen outside of baseball. And I'm glad I got a, got a chance to do that. For sure. What is maybe one of your favorite cities to visit? Like, you know, it's uh, maybe yeah. you pitch well there, or maybe it's just <laughs> the environment and you enjoy it. Uh, this year, I'd probably say one of my favorites was, uh, Somerset, New Jersey, where that's the Yankees affiliate. It's special to me because I have two brothers that actually live about 45 minutes to an hour away from oh, there. Nice. And it was awesome to have a lot of my family at the game. My parents flew out, and I'm looking forward to going back there this year, too. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, um, my I think for, I want to say for your, when you played in, you played in Canada, right? For low A or is it high A? That's high, but that was tough too because they closed the border down because of the COVID. So we had to share with a team in Hillsborough, Oregon. That's where we were last year. So we didn't even get to go up to Canada. Okay. That's what I was going to ask you. I was going to say, like, how was the traveling, like, you know, with the passports back and forth? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think in that league, most of them are in like Washington and Oregon, right? Yeah, Washington, Oregon. Yeah. So that's, uh, we got experience that part of it but yeah we never had to go the whole border crossing middle of the night show your passports all that stuff so i guess we got a good good experience kind of sad because i've heard the uh the whole vancouver atmosphere and baseball's unreal sellout crowds every night and sad i didn't get to be a part of that but i guess the travel was a little bit easier for sure have you been to canada at all or no i have not no, <laughs> no. i mean hopefully I that's crazy it's from a call-up yeah 
have not yet. You never know. Maybe sometime soon, hopefully. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So what is the funniest thing a fan has asked you to sign? Like, I love asking this because, like, I think Zach Britton told me, like, a kid asked him to sign his forehead. I've been um, someone uh, had Trey Cabbage on. Someone bringing cabbage, like, pom-poms, asked him to sign, like, their cabbage because his last name's Cabbage, kind of easy one. But uh, what is maybe something you have? uh, there, there, yeah, there's some funny kids. Like I've never really been signed to ask to sign some, like a, someone before. And this yeah. year, kids like, "Will you sign my arm? Sign my arm!" I was like, <laughs> "Okay, I'll yeah. sign your arm." This has never happened to me before. Usually, you know, they have your card or a ball mm-hmm. or their jersey, whatever. And this kid, man, it was so persistent. He is just covered in signatures on his arm, and what? I signed his arm. So what, that is odd, though. I never really fully understand that. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna I, wash like, it. You, yeah, you're you gonna wash think, that off. Right. <laughs> yeah, I have all his friends. I think he even had a you know a Fisher Cats hat on this year. I'm like, let us sign your hat or something. You can just have, but he wanted his arm signed. Yeah, that's insane. Um, I was talking to uh, a guy in the Marlins organization. He pitches uh, in, in for them, and uh, he had mentioned that their their bullpen, like before they would go out, I said, you know, what is maybe one of the stranger things that your bullpen does? And he said they would drown themselves. Like they would get a cup of water and like inhale it. And I was like, are you serious? And he said, yeah, like this one guy did it, and now we all do it. I'm like, you know, try smelling salts or That's something. Crazy. But uh, like, yeah. what is maybe some of the more interesting things you've seen, like in the bullpen? Because obviously those conversations are yeah. Intense, oh yeah, they're fun. they're crazy. Yeah, I know. Because like uh, being a starter, I, I don't spend as much time That's down true. there. But we we uh, every time you know we get done warming up, whoever it is before the game, whatnot, we all have a high five line. You know, tell them good luck, whatever, and uh, just kind of pick each other up, which is something I love and. Uh, you know, there's definitely guys that are crazy. I, I remember seeing a guy last week, actually, we were warming up. He's coming in the game. He's trying to speed him up. Got to get going. Got to get going. And and some guys are big into having their, you know, their C4, their pre-workout. And uh, he's he's called in the game. He flips open his ball and just chugs it, throws it, runs in the game. Like, he got it in there. So it, it's so funny to see some of those guys just try to get amped up as fast as possible. What about you? Are you are you like a uh uh or not protein, but like a pre workout guy? Uh, smelling sauce? Like what, no, what? What do you no, do? No, no, I'm not. I'm not big on that. I I just have a really. I'd say I'm big on my routine. I'm, I'm set on what I need to do. So I uh I just stick to that. But no, I've never been. I don't like the feeling of you know, pre workout and and getting too amped up. So not for me. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so in in the minor leagues, um, you know, obviously there's the long bus rides. Uh, what do you what kind of what do you do on the bus to kind of keep yourself entertained? Yeah, uh, obviously being on your phone, you can only <laughs> take so yeah. much of that. Scrolling through social media yep. and stuff, but I, I like I like reading. You know, there's some books that you know team has, has showed to us that'll help us on kind of the mental side of baseball and other okay. things like that, or just listening to music can go a long way. What kind of and music do you listen to? Uh, I'm not too picky, whether it be country music, rap, anything chill. So like, no, nothing too specific. So try to keep it mixed up and, mm-hmm. and find stuff I like. So yeah. And what about like pregame? Like, do you what do you what is your pregame routine? You said you mentioned mm-hmm. you don't do the the uh, pre workouts or any of that kind of stuff. Like, what do you do then? Just kind of yeah. get yourself ready for the game. Yeah, uh, I would say that it just starts even before my outing, you know, whether it be like kind of the scouting report on the team, mm-hmm. taking that out there with me and taking my own notes on the guys and see what they do, what pitches they're looking for and stuff like that. But, uh, 
pre like day of game, I would say honestly just try to stay as relaxed as possible. Show up to the field a couple hours before the start and just get get stretched out, get get going there. And you know, I, I practice my routine, pregame routine, and on the side of like baseball prep, so I I just stick to that and gets me ready to go for the game. Yeah, no, for sure. And one of the last things I want to talk about is like I, we mentioned fans, like. How often, like over or under, like a hundred times, do you hear, "Hey, can I get a ball during, during each game?" Oh my gosh, yeah, it, 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 it happens a lot, and obviously, I, I try to get to get the kids the ball uh, as often as I can. And but man, it's all the time, and it's constant. Every time in between innings, kids fly down the rails and they're peeking their heads in the dugout. Can I get that ball? Can I get that ball? And it kind of gets uh, annoying at times, but man. Uh, it, when you give a kid a ball and it, their face lights up mm-hmm. and they're so thankful, it's like it makes it worth it. So obviously we try to teach kids at times when they're like kind of demanding for one. Obviously throw in there, can we get a please? Anything, yeah. you know, like try to try to like show them what what we're looking for. But it, it does make their day, and it's it's cool to see. You know, it's obviously it's like I think I'm a, my, a low minor leaguer here, and they still look up to us. Yeah. And are uh, you know grateful we give them a time of day. So I, I try to do that as often as I can. No, for sure, yeah, and that's incredible. And then you, you get these guys who come here, like these old older guys with like their books mm-hmm. and binders of just like autograph cards, yeah. and they're, they're yeah. waiting for you at every game. You know, hey, can we get yeah, your autograph? And they got like it's fifteen. Crazy, yeah, they have fifteen year cards, and like I'll sign a few. But yeah. it's it's incredible, man. Like uh, we had an earlier game in Reading last last week uh, before the break, and. We got out, we got there probably eleven or twelve, and the guys were there waiting for us, man. On like wow. a weekday, I'm like, what are we, what, <laughs> what are we, we doing, doing here? <laughs> here? Like, what do you, do? how are you able just to be here waiting for us? And it's it's funny, man. People take it serious. Yeah, who's maybe one guy in your team who just gets bombarded with like? Oh, uh, it's Arelvis Martinez, yeah. and he will not sign. No, so I feel bad for those guys. So sign for the little kids, yeah. and that's great, but. These older guys that are, are, we had a, he was leaving actually trying to get on the bus and the guy almost followed him on the bus. What? Reading security had to kind of like separate him and, and tell him because he was telling him, no, no, thank you. doesn't speak most English, you know? So yeah. uh, he's always like, no, no, thank you. And what? Uh, this guy was just very persistent. It's just like, that's where it's like over the top. For yeah. Him. So he, he got on the bus or he was trying to get on the bus? Like I think he was like starting to, yeah. Relvis wow. walked on the bus and he was still trying to like kind of follow him and the security guy just kind of had to step in and, and defuse the whole situation. Wow, that's insane. Um, yeah. I was talking to somebody a couple of weeks ago and they said that uh, they were in a similar situation, but a guy just mm-hmm. jumped onto the bus to start taking pictures of everybody and then just jumped right out. And like the security that's is like, you, you gotta, gotta go. Like that's like that's that's and these guys are crazy and they'll do so many things just to kind of get that autograph. And like, oh my gosh. especially for guys oh, yeah. like, I mean, when like the top talent or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. like they just you know it's it's insane like the things that people go through. But uh, I want to end on this. Like, what do you do when you're not pitching? Like, um, like what kind of you, you 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 obviously golf. Like, do you game? Like, mm-hmm. you're a movies kind of guy. Like, what do you do when yeah, you're uh, yeah. not, not pitching? Uh, I'm big in. I have a, my PlayStation out here, so I'm always playing. Whether it's MLB the Show yeah. or Call of Duty with friends, whatever. It's just it's a good way to stay connected mm-hmm. to my friends back home, or even the teammates out here when we're away from baseball. Still getting to kind of spend time together that way. So, yeah, I have golf, video games. Obviously, my wife is a high, huge priority to me. Mm-hmm. So, just being away from yeah. the game is good. And and you know, obviously, when I'm there, taking it very serious, but having that time to compress and 
really decompress and then do you know other things is great for sure um yeah you mentioned uh, call of duty i haven't i haven't played as much i i, I picked a Fortnite again like i'm kind of embarrassed mm-hmm. to say but <laughs> i i jumped back I, on I've that heard one there's again. like a no build fortnite was huge like i played that in calls with yeah. all my buddies and we loved it so yeah and there's no building whatever anymore. game yeah yeah that's i think that'd be very fun uh, people are i think we have some guys on the team that are playing it again saying it's really fun mm-hmm. so obviously whatever game's kind of hot right now guys just seem to gravitate towards it and give that a go so yeah yeah I mean, you will have to squat us sometime in Fortnite, and uh we'll have to you know oh, see, what, yeah. see how many doves we can catch that would be awesome yeah. i haven't played in a minute but i had so many it's good, all good. times on Fortnite. definitely definitely well hey paxton i'm a paxton guy now like i'm excited to see you know your rise you know through the minors um, I'm, I'm buying early on your stock so like we'll see what happens here but thank uh, you yeah definitely looking forward to see what you do i'm glad you came on the podcast man we'll have to keep in touch like i said we might yes, have to sir. squat up here and there whenever you never know i might play a little bit of hey, uh, i love it call of duty yes, or something go. right on yeah, all right all right brother I love it. yeah you have a awesome. great rest thank of your you. night okay you too thank you appreciate it Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.